Hey friend, it's me, Andrea. Usually I never start a podcast like this, but I feel compelled to really share from my heart right from the onset of this podcast episode. Today I'm going to talk to you about what it takes for you to step into a new level of surrender so that you can be in the fullness of your divine purpose. And there is no coincidence that you happened upon this podcast. So I want you to grab a coffee, a tea, a glass of water, a notepad. And friend, I truly believe that there is something in store for you here in this episode today. Are you ready to take courageous steps to create a life and business you love? Welcome to the Courage Cast. I'm Andrea Crisp, an empowerment coach, author, and a multi-passionate entrepreneur. For years, I was afraid to allow myself to shine. That was until I discovered that I could step into my own power, shift my mindset, and take ownership of my destiny. Now I coach people across the globe who are ready to own their life and make a massive impact. With a blend of practical and spiritual advice, my desire is that the Courage Cast empowers you to take brave steps in your own life and business. Hello, friend. Welcome to the Courage Cast. I'm so glad that you're here hanging out with me today. You know, it's a Friday night when I'm recording this podcast. So right now I'm all alone with coffee. She's sitting here. Big sigh. Probably thinking to herself, are you ever going to get done working today? (laughs) It has been one of those days. But honestly, I have to say, You know, when the creativity just strikes, you gotta go with it. So I'm here later into a Friday evening, just feeling like, you know what? I want to just press record and talk today and just really share what is on my heart. So last week on the podcast, I talked about surrender pretty candidly, I might add. So I wanted to follow up this week with an episode talking about what happens after we surrender. When you have like finally waved the white flag and said to yourself, okay, I'm ready. I'm ready to allow God, the universe to take over. What happens then? But if you've not already listened to last week's episode, I want to encourage you to press pause, go back listen to that one, and then come back here. As I mentioned, I have been on this journey to understand what surrender looks like in my life. And if I've heard it once, I've heard it like a bazillion times. Andrea, the key to your success is to surrender. Andrea, the next step for you lies in surrender. And I was like, if you talk to me one more time about surrender, I am literally going to scream. Because quite honestly, I was like, I have no idea what the F you're talking about for real. I was like, I do not know what surrender means. I do not know how to do it. And I was like all up in my like uh, frustration around this notion that I needed to surrender. It didn't matter how many times people try to tell me. I just couldn't get it. 
So wanted to talk to you about that. <laughs> Here's the thing about surrender. You have to let go of the need to know or have control over the outcome. There it is. The moment you try and figure out how to surrender, you're still trying to have control. You're still wanting to make sure that the outcome you have is going to be in your favor. Surrender means that you don't know what happens. You don't know how you're going to get there. You don't even know if you're going to get there. You're just basically going to trust that you're going to put one step in front of the other, one foot in front of the other, rather, and hope for the best. Like, literally, that's it. And until you're ready to do that, surrender is just a word. It's just a concept. So, as I'm sitting here today, on this very cold, very blustery, Friday, winter evening, I want to share with you what comes after surrender. Because, you know, I really believe that this is the key to you moving forward in your life. And I have this kind of like a little bit of hesitation because I'm a bit afraid to share the next part <laughs> because I'm wondering if I'm actually really there yet. Like, do I really have it figured out? Well, I know I don't have it figured out, but have I fully surrendered yet? Like, there's part of me that wonders that, right? But even in the vast uncertainty of it all, which there is so much uncertainty, I am going to go ahead with telling you and share what's on my heart because I really believe that this is the next step for me in my journey and also for you as well. So I titled this podcast episode, Stepping Into Your Divine Purpose, because I know that there are just times when we pick up our desires and run with them. And then there are other times when we feel completely compelled to do something. And I truly believe that there is a big difference between the two of those things because I've done both of them. And you can be successful doing either. But I know that in my heart of hearts, when you feel called to do something, when your heart is leading you towards something, that is your higher self, source, the divine God nudging you to move in that direction. And when that happens, that's a place of surrender. When you're just walking in your own desires, you're still in a place of controlling the outcome. Mm. Just even saying that, <laughs> I don't know, just kind of like hit me. There's a big difference. So I wanted to share a story with you today and you may have heard this story before. I hope I can tell it in a different way that you can get something completely different out of it than maybe you've gotten before. But I want to talk to you about what happened in my life many years ago when I was a teacher 
at New Covenant Academy, which was in Springfield, Missouri. And I had graduated from Evangel University or Evangel College back then. And uh, I wanted to be a singer-songwriter so bad. Like, I could taste it. I was in college. I used to sing at different events. And, oh, man, I just loved it so much. I would be in bands. And I had a friend, my friend Shane and I, we sang together all the time. But the moment I graduated college, I had this, like, I don't know, fear set in. Uh, A lot of it had to do with just even, you know, my parents wanting me to have this stable job and, of course, me feeling like I needed to have a stable job. So I looked for teaching positions. And for the first couple of years, uh, it was just up and down, up and down. Like I could not land a job to save my life. I ended up going back to teaching, actually not teaching, but working at Evangel University in um, one of their learning labs. And I worked there for a year. And then I felt like I wanted to pursue my master's degree. I felt compelled, felt called actually to pursue my master's degree at that time. And it was a three-year program and it was guidance and counseling. And I had already, I had already taught for like maybe three quarters of the year at that point. Um, And then I was now working at Evangel. And, uh, As I was pursuing my master's degree, there was an opportunity that opened up at New Covenant Academy to be a part-time music teacher. And it ended up fitting me perfectly. So the first year I worked there part-time, still pursuing my schooling. And the second year they hired me full-time. And it was probably either within my second or third year that this incident happened. Now, I have to say, I loved working there. I loved my elementary principal, who is my boss. I loved my students. I still, to this day, have friends from that time in my life. It shaped me in ways I could not fully explain to you. And I was, at this point... Um, teaching kindergarten through 12th grade music. And I had a high school choir and a junior high choir. And I had several students within the high school choir who were extremely talented. One of which came into my room to ask me if he could play his guitar and practice for a bit. And I said, yeah, that's no problem. So I sat at my desk and was working away and he was practicing and I just like had this thought come over me like, I don't know, it was like maybe this feeling of jealousy, I guess, of like how good he was and how much opportunity was before him. And I kind of felt stuck. I was just finishing my master's. I was locked into this teaching position, not really pursuing what I wanted to be doing, which was being a singer songwriter. And so I let this feeling come over me and it felt really bad. Like it just, I don't know, to my core, I just felt discouraged and just really like defeated. So after he left, I sat at the piano in my classroom and I started to play. 
And that is the way, even to this day, that I process. The moment my fingers hit those keys, it's like something magical happens in my life. And I don't know, it's like I transcend to like another dimension. And the moment that I did that, the moment I started playing and singing, I just really felt like this, I don't know, peace, but also this voice, like a whisper and a knowing. And it was just this like, I guess the only way to tell you is like, Andrea, if you will, if you create a platform for those people in your life, you will have a bigger platform than if you ever did it on your own. And I'm kind of paraphrasing exactly what was said, but I really felt in that moment that my mission was to come alongside the people in my life. At the time, my students. And I honestly can tell you, like, I cried my eyes out that day. I cried because there was a grief in the loss of my dream. I cried because I was like, oh my gosh, I feel like God like just literally spoke to me. And I have no idea how to do this. And I cried because it was like the first time in my life where I felt absolutely compelled and called to do something greater than myself. And I say that to you because it was a part of my life, the first time I really truly understood what it meant to be called to a divine purpose. And as the years unfolded, I taught in several more schools after that. And then I ended up transitioning into full-time church ministry. I led the worship um, for various churches and events and camps and conferences and spoke and preached and did all those things. And it wasn't until 2010 that I started pursuing a certification in coaching. And the only reason I did was because I had a pastor at the time who really just, you know, he saw me. Um, His name was Don Noble. And I think that was kind of like one of the, the next times in my life where I honestly felt a divine calling into something was in that moment. It was something I didn't really understand but it led me on a path that has been completely uncertain and at times overwhelming. And I never in my wildest imagination would have imagined I would be here at this point today. Now, the reason why I'm sharing this with you is because lately I have felt that same nudge. Now, there was a time that... um I don't know, maybe for, I guess, like, I would say, I don't know if it's five years. It just seems like a really fucking long time (laughs) that I feel like I've been in the wilderness. Like, I just really do. Like, I've, like, 
what in the world, right? Like, uh, excuse my language, but I can say it no other way than that. And in the past little bit, I have felt that nudge again. I have felt that divine calling, that divine nudge to step into the unknown to a, a greater degree. And I probably felt it before, um, but just not done anything about it because I was too afraid. And honestly, I just wanted to control the outcome. <laughs> like, that's really what it boils down to. And the feeling or the fear or both of not being in control is the scariest thing. Because when you don't have control, when you can't control the outcome, it's like you have no idea what is coming. And I know that there are moments where I literally, I think to myself like, oh, Andrew, you're losing it. Like you are literally losing it. But then I remind myself that I've been here before in different cases, like in different instances of my life. This is not the first time that I was asked or nudged into something. And that feeling is something that is really just hard to explain. But I know that the wilderness, the time that I have spent over the past however many years it's been, has been my healing journey, has been the transformation, the breakthrough moments that I needed to evolve and to become and to unbecome all of the things that I thought I was supposed to be and to really step into my divine purpose who I was created to be. And as scary as that is, it is also so exciting. Now you may be thinking to yourself, okay, Andrea, (laughs) I just happened upon this podcast. Like I did not hear of you before this. (laughs) You're going really deep. Well, okay. Yeah, true enough. That is definitely me. But you are here for a reason. If you happen upon this podcast today, if you are listening to this podcast, there's a nudge for you. A whisper if you'll listen. The divine God source, the universe is calling you into a deeper understanding of who you are. A deeper understanding of how you can live your life, of how you can impact others. And I want to encourage you today that that whisper, that nudge is for you to trust it, to take that next step of faith for you into the unknown, into your divine purpose. Because you're being called to a place where you're going to be held by something much, much bigger than you. And as I have been on this journey myself, kind of unpacking it and thinking about, okay, what are those next steps for me? Well, I really felt as though I wanted to offer a series So I'm calling it the Purposeful CEO. And it is a three-day series where we're going to dive deep. Like, I mean, 
deep. Like this is no surface bullshit. (laughs) This is literally diving in to reconnect with your divine purpose. So if you're like, okay, yeah, I feel this, but I have no idea what to do. This is for you. We're going to reconnect or connect, depending on if you've never done it before, with your divine purpose so that you can step into a new level identity and embrace the abundance that is your birthright because it is part of your divine purpose. And that is going to show you how you can take aligned action, how you can do it from a different space in your life. Not out of the way you've done it before, which is just strategy, knowing, control, all of those things, but out of a deeper connectedness. And you may be wondering, okay, is this really for me? Maybe you're new to business. Maybe you're like, I don't have a business. This is, you know, I'm not a CEO. (laughs) I may never be a CEO. My friend, if you are listening to this podcast today, you're here for a reason. And there is going to be something that you need to hear and implement into your life. And conversely, you might be someone who is very successful in your business because you've done all the right things. You've taken all the action. You have somehow managed to just really blow your business up. There's something for you here as well. There is a nudge, a whisper, a calling for you to come back to reconnect to your divine purpose. And I know that's scary because you're like, what if that changes things? My friend, if you are listening to this, this is for you. This is where you need to be. I am trusting that who needs to be in this series will be there and it is free. So you have absolutely nothing to lose and absolutely everything to gain. Now, all of the information is in the show notes. So make sure that you go to the show notes and you grab the link and you register for the purposeful CEO. Friend, thanks for hanging out with me today. I absolutely love you. And until next time, remember, you have everything you need to live bravely. If you like this episode of the Courage Cast, we'd love to hear from you. Leave us a rating and review. And while you're there, hit subscribe so you never miss an episode. Original music and production by Stephen Crowley.